You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, We it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking you? you if you're talking you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think. Women can get <laughs> so pregnant. you are denying that trans people exist. And that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this, where no, 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 they're, they're told that they're at opening up people to oh, violence? We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. <laughs> Yikes. You know, once again, if you can't articulate your argument plainly to a five-year-old, you really don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, that right there <laughs> sounds like everybody on social media when she was like, are you? Are you? Right. Are you? Like she's trying she's, to bait you into an emotional argument. Yeah. So then you're not able to function your rational brain and get you to take the emotional bait. But in answer to her question... There are men that can give birth. We've proven it. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> they, can, they can have a baby. They can be pregnant. They can carry a pregnancy. They deliver a cesarean. Are we talking about trans men? Well, they're... they're they used to be a woman? Yes. And then they... Yes. But, the, but, but biologically, but by her argument, not. But by her argument, are those men or are those women? Well, by her argument, it's not a biological... Wait, are you a cis man or a cis woman first? What? No. And then are you a... No, you might be trans, but biologically, you still have a man's your, body. Your line of Wait, I think, you might be, body. I think you might be marginalizing a group <laughs> and inciting <laughs> violence by inciting your statement. Hate your, line because your line of answering is transphobic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're, you're, yes, oh. I agree. You're... No, you're marginalizing people that don't identify with that. I know <laughs> a, bi a biological man cannot be pregnant and have a baby. They cannot. Well, what defines the nature of biologic man? Um, how you carrying born. eggs? Because if we go back to the nature of birthing persons, <laughs> birthing <Okay>. persons. <laughs> Enough. You shut your mouth right now. <laughs> I'm just repeating what our um, elected representatives are trying to help mirror for us on the public spectrum. I know. <laughs> Your well, tone of voice is not sarcastic lines. in any way either. Well, this is my... Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, he does this in real life too. Like, we're going <laughs> to play devil's advocate even though I agree with you. Are you trying to incite violence by citing my tone of voice? <laughs> oh, are you? Gracious. This is a great clip. Are you? Are you? Are you? This is a great clip. Are you? My yeah, are you? Are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is terrible. Oh, the madness. I, I don't understand why we have to be so bent out of shape if we identify people by the gender that was assigned to them by nature at birth. Yeah. I didn't do it. No. I didn't do it. If anything, that person who's claiming no responsibility is directly responsible for that action. 
Yeah. Exactly. And so why do you get mad at me? Like, I'm sorry. I called you the wrong pronoun. Can you put your pronoun on your shirt? That would have helped me because yeah. I don't know what to call anybody anymore without offending anybody. I know. It's ridiculous. We, you know, it happens multiple times a week now. We'll call somebody by their medical, legal, oh, yeah. given name from birth. And people don't like that. They vehemently demand that we call them the correct name, which we don't even know what it is, by the way, because you haven't legally changed it. You haven't changed it on the medical form, the insurance form that you want us to use to bill so that you don't have to pay full price. You know, all these things. But yet, if we get something wrong, so we get yelled at. You're actually seeing that in your line of work? Absolutely. Really? As a no. pediatric dentist. Yep. Once <laughs> again, <laughs> pediatrics. Yeah, if we get the, yeah, if we, if we call insane. somebody, you know, if we call Jamie Johnny, you know, we because Johnny's his birth name, Johnny's his legal name, Johnny's the name on his medical records, Johnny's name on his insurance. But you know, but you accidentally call him Johnny. If we call him Johnny instead of Janie, even though we didn't know there was a change, man, like, and we, he, we pay for it. Really? Yeah. That's actually. I have told you guys multiple times. Um, we don't have any record of that. Well, I told you when I called on the phone to, to confirm my appointment that, that Jamie was going to be there. Because we don't see hundreds of Wait, people. So, so in a split second, my, you know, as we're calling, say, hey, is Johnny be there? Yeah, Jamie will be there. I'm supposed to pick up. Wait a minute. Wait. Now we're supposed to Jamie? legally change his name for you. Which you can't. You, you like, yeah. legally you cannot. Well, so if we right? bill it under the name they want us to bill it for, they're going to pay full price and not get any benefit of their insurance. Right, because insurance yeah. is going to be like, right? who's this person? Right, that person yeah. does not exist. Like, okay, but like, that's such a common sense thing. Like, I don't understand. Why has everybody lost their minds? I don't know why. Like, come on. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Andy, I was listening to Andy Frizzelli, he was talking about um, CERN, and he was like, dude, I think CERN opened up an alternative universe, and all of a sudden, we're all living in it. What's that? Is that the thing in uh, Sweden? CERN? Yeah. I don't know. It's an acronym for like this scientific Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Sweden. It's when they they basically... Let's find out. Uh... European operation for nuclear research. Apparently, people are saying that, like, they, like, exploded it in, like, a dimension or something like that. That's why Andy Frisella was probably joking about it and saying, like, I think we're in a different dimension right now. Yeah, he's like, I think they opened an alternative universe and we're all living in it somehow. Like, (laughs) none of this crap makes any sense, man. You know, you you have that bodega shop owner that was being robbed. Yes. Yeah, and and um, this was in. This is weird for me because there's a bar in my hometown called Bodega. Really? So, goodness, I have to. I feel like I got to fact check everything now. I can't just shoot. Hey, that's all right. Bodega hey, shop. You know, we're giving owner. the audience the facts. <laughs> Bodega <laughs> shop owner. Um, <laughs> let's just see what that brings up. In the Bronx, there was, um, I don't know what a bodega is. It looked like a convenience store. I don't know, you know what it is news. either. Anyways. Um, well, the way was, they described it. There was a woman like that. that had a knife, and somehow an altercation broke out between the woman and the store owner. She went out and got her boyfriend, who had just gotten out of jail, and he had been in jail. I don't necessarily. Career to, criminal is all they, they described him. Right? Yeah, but I think he, I mean, it was like, I think he was in jail. He just got out of jail for murder. And the boyfriend comes in, pushes the guy. Um, and there, you know, there's video about it. And um, and while while the the man kind of pushes the the assailant back, the lady stabs the bodega owner in the arm. Okay, so the lady stabbed the bodega. Where'd owner she in come the arm. with a knife? 
Yeah, she just had a anyway, knife. So then the bodega owner grabs a knife of his own, kills the assailant. Okay. Oh, she, he killed her. Killed the killed the killed the, her boyfriend that she went to go get help her cause. Oh God. And so he can, killed her boyfriend I, in self defense. I can already tell where this is going. And guess who's in jail? He is the bodega owner, not the person and that he, actually did the initial he, stabbing. Didn't he get? It was self defense. Yeah. He was going to get murdered. And he and was robbed. And isn't he like sixty five? He was afraid for his like, life. Yeah, he's, he's, an, he's an older guy. Older guy. And um, he's loved in the community. The whole community like loves this guy. He's a he's a good guy. Does good things. Like yeah. Not never never had a criminal past at all. Like never really? never had any problems. And now he's in jail. Wow. Unreal. It, it's so weird because like you have something like that. He's in jail. But then I saw another news report yesterday where um, three assailants, quote unquote. Um, came to this guy's door and then we're going to break into his house or trying to. And then they started to pull out a gun and then he shot at them with what they called an AK style gun. But he didn't get thrown in jail because they considered it self-defense and there's nothing wrong with that. So what state was that in? Uh, I'll double check that. But was that in Texas or something? I think it was, if a, it was in Texas, I totally understand. I think it was in a, a state that has, that looks Favorably upon being able to defend yourself against violent assailants. Whereas New York and California are quickly becoming places where if you're attacked, Florida, you, Florida there you go. Yep. So where if you're attacked, you just need to lay down and take it or else you're going to go to jail for defending yourself. Because what's, you know, like my counselor always says, if you want to know why something's happening, you continually, what you look for is the outcome that continually becomes served by the pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. So the pattern of behavior here. Is we let criminals do whatever they want. We punish law-abiding citizens when they retaliate back, when they use guns or knives to defend themselves. We, we are trying to teach the public, you do not defend yourself. You are helpless. You must remain helpless. You must call on us, the government, to come save you. If you don't, you will be punished. You will go to jail. And they're doing that to push totalitarian agenda. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that makes sense. Because it, it's not about civil rights. Because that man's civil rights didn't matter. It's yeah. not about civic rights. That man's civic rights didn't matter. It's not about right and wrong. You know, that man was perfectly innocent, an older gentleman trying to provide a living for himself. And who knows? I don't know if he has family or whatever. He was a business owner. He was running his own business. These people are trying to rob him. He tried to stop a robbery. They attacked him. He tried to defend his life. And he's in jail. What state him. was this in? New York. New York. Well, that makes sense. Right, but it's ridiculous. But so it, it New York has a lot be, to lose. It <laughs> used to be a United States thing. Like, sure. you did this, you self-defense, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, if you did it in California, you did it in New York, right? you're going to be in jail. That's what's kind of driving me nuts about this whole, so like you were talking about Brittany, what's her name? That's Brittany in Griner. Yeah, in, in Russia, right? Mm-hmm. So she's in jail because she had a CBD cartridge in Russia. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. And she didn't know it was illegal in Russia. So yeah. first thing, always check the laws where you're traveling, right? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of drives me nuts. Like, in Arizona, I can have... Knives, whatever. In Hawaii, if you have a mechanically assisted knife, you're going to jail. I didn't know that. If I, I, had, I had an experience. We were going through the airport, coming home from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And we'd been backpacking, so I had my Spyderco knife in my backpack. Because when we'd been um, hiking with our, my backpack, we had saw some gnarly stuff, man. We, I didn't want to get eaten by seven. I don't know what the wildlife is there. And so I had a, my, my spider co was in there. I didn't want to get bit by a crazy spider. And I don't even know if they have venomous snakes in Hawaii. I don't think they do. I don't know. I didn't know. Anyway, 
So we had it. Um, just, you know, a readiness item that I always have with me is you know, generally have a knife. And so I forgot it was in my backpack I'm going to security at the airport. And the guy's like, oh, bro, oh, you got to come with me. He was cool. <laughs> but I was like, oh, what I do? He goes, there's a knife in your bag. He goes, it looks like a nice one. He goes, I think it's a spider co. I was like, dang it. It is a spider co. He goes, oh, yeah. He's like, you don't want me to have to throw that away. And I was like, well, what do I do? He goes, look, there's a little mail station. You got to go right out back past security. There's a little mail, mail at home station. It's 20 bucks. You just throw an envelope. There's a self-provided envelope. Seal it. You pay 20 bucks. You mail it home to yourself. He goes, that way I don't have to throw it away. There's no problem. It's like, perfect. I like, that is great. I was like, thank you so much. So I thought, crap, I found a knife in my bag. I'm, you know, yeah. whatever, airport security. He goes, it's a good thing it wasn't mechanically assisted. I was like, why is that? He goes, well, he's like, last week I saw that. This is the, se- this is the second is coolest knife. Is that considered knife. a switchblade, like a switchblade or something yeah, like that? I guess. Uh, that would be a switchblade okay. or even... Like a stiletto that comes out straight or a switchblade that comes out sideways. Gotcha. Anything mechanically assisted. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if their spring assisted counts as mechanically assisted. I don't know. Because uh, I do have some spring assisted knives Probably. that are not mechanically assisted. They're yeah. not a switch. You, they're, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. But the nuance in Hawaii law would be important to understand because he told me, so this is the second coolest knife that I've ever seen come through security. I was like, what was the first coolest? He goes, last week, there was a guy that had a blade. And when you push the button, one half of the half of the blade comes from one side, half of the blade comes from the other side Whoa. and it forms, you know, a, a knife. He goes, but since it was mechanically assisted, I had to pull him aside and call the sheriff and he went to jail. Really? It's like, dang, dude. He was the same thing. He's like, he forgot I was in his backpack. He didn't know it was illegal. Yeah. He's like, but unfortunately, since I saw it, I had to call the sheriff. Well, so this I I just posted it was on Breitbart, um, where is it Enos Cantor? Is that how you say his name? Yep. Enos yep. Cantor. He just he, got his citizenship, I think, last year. Former Bolton Celtics star Enos Cantor was responding to LeBron James' comment. LeBron yeah. James came out, opened his his um, mouth, and said that he would be surprised if Brittany Garner wanted to come back to the United States. <laughs> and he says she's been over there for 110 days. Now, how could she feel like America has her back? I'd be feeling like, do I even want to go back to America, he said. And after the significant backlash, um, James tweeted Tuesday that his statement was taken out of context. I was simply saying how she is probably feeling emotionally alone um, with, with so many other emotions, thoughts, etc. Inside that cage she's been in for over 100 days, James tweeted, Enos Cantor. Freedom, however, did not accept LeBron James' explanation, calling it a walk back that LeBron James has no idea what it's like to live in a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. It says now... He says, you call it a step back. We call this a walk back, Enos said. You are free to leave, buddy. Or you can even volunteer for an exchange for her. Some people literally have no idea what it is like to live in a dictatorship. Keep taking your freedom for granted. And I I just love that he said that. Yeah, well, he's from uh, Zurich, Switzerland. And he, once he came to the States to play, they weren't letting him go back because they felt he was like a traitor to their country. And so he wasn't allowed to go back to see his family. And if he went back, he was going to be thrown in jail and wasn't going to come back to the States. Oh, wow. And so he was having issues getting his citizenship here. And then he finally got it last year. And he's so like pro America. He loves this place. Like, you know, he understands what it's like. He understands and know what it's like to not have freedom. I think most immigrants are. Yeah, exactly. That, that way. And, you know. you know, and here we are, we have these, we, we have this society now that is running towards total totalitarian control because they want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. How safe you really feel? How safe do you really feel if you got to ask the government if you can go to Circle K? <laughs> How safe do you really feel? How safe do you really feel if you got to ask the government if it's okay if you drink tonight at your home? Mm-hmm. Legally, you know, how safe do you really feel if you got to ask the government if it's okay to take out a hundred bucks from your bank account? Because those are all proposals on the table right now in our own Congress to have the government in control, um, snooping of, not necessarily in control of your personal bank accounts, but snooping them, mm-hmm. looking at them, understanding every transaction you have, looking for if it's in propriety or not. You know, um, Australia, they had an app during the pandemic where if, if they pinged you on the app and you didn't respond within five minutes, they dispatched health officials to come help you be safe. Jesus. But you had to post a picture with location and timestamp to verify that you are where the government wants you to be within five minutes. Like, do you really want that? Do you really feel safe that way? Because yeah. if you aren't there, guess what? You go to jail. And in most totalitarian governments, you actually end up getting killed. Yeah. You know, in the in Look at Korea. And well, in the 1900s, for, for the century, you know, 1900 to 2000, it's estimated that totalitarian governments killed over 180 million of their own citizens. Yeah. Now, you know, Mao Zedong, um, when he did the communist takeover of China, you had um, Stalin in, in the Soviet Union. And those two dictatorships alone are, uh, account for over 100 million deaths of their own citizens that they willingly killed because they would not comply. They wouldn't go along. So the most dangerous per- thing, the most dangerous entity in your life is actually your government. Mm-hmm. And it's proven time and time again. Yeah. And why are we running to, hey, government, come save me. Hey, government, take control of my life. And, and that's, that, I think that's kind of like LeBron and Enos just had a little discussion on freedom versus dictatorship. And apparently LeBron would much rather live in a dictatorship. And he thinks, he thinks, he assumes, because he's the anointed one, he's King James, that he's going to have all the same freedoms, liberties, and abilities, and wealth that he does currently. Well, he only will as long as he's one of their clowns or as long as he's one of their cronies and he's doing exactly what they tell him to because the minute he stops, they take him out. Mm-hmm. That's what happens in every communist dictatorship. Read your history, people. I, I posted earlier this week, you can either understand history correctly or you can trust your government. You cannot do both. And Ronald Reagan even said it. Government is not the answer to your problems. Government is the problem. That was the president of the United States. Yeah. He had nothing to gain by telling you, hey, I'm part of the problem, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you need to understand, I represent the problem. Which is why the government <laughs> hated Trump so much. Because he wasn't an yeah. insider. Yeah. He wasn't a career politician. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he was really more one of us than he wasn't. Yeah. Granted, there's some things that he said, yes, I don't agree with. But Well, hey, I know, don't... I don't, I don't need to agree on everything you say. I can only think of one president that I've been alive for that I'd actually want to sit down and have dinner with. You know, I would maybe two. It'd be fun. To have dinner with, it'd be fun to have dinner with Trump. But I was Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I love that guy. He was the great communicator. He was just a sincere man. He didn't do. I don't think he did everything great. See, I'd want to sit down with Trump because uh, I want to have all the insights of his uh, boxing Boxing? He was yeah. boxing? No, no, no. Well, like he re- he was the one that put boxing kind of like in Atlantic City oh. because of his when he went down there and opened up Trump Towers. Yeah, UFC wasn't packing out events, wasn't doing any, wasn't doing well Trump at all. Did? Yeah, and Dan- Dana White said that Trump came to him and was like, "Hey, I'll start putting you on the map with UFC." Huh. And that's why Dana White loves Trump so much because basically UFC is because of Trump. 
But are we, anyway. in, are we in rumor territory here? <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to no, get fact checked, bro. That's true. <laughs> We're that's true. This, this brand was so bad that venues didn't even want us. You know, these arenas didn't want us at there. They're like, whoa, we, we don't want this stuff in our arena. So we had a hard time finding venues. And uh, Trump literally called us. Now, remember this. Think about this, where the Trump brand was. Here, UFC brand was down here. Come to my place. You know, do the event here. We'll have you at the Trump Taj Mahal, blah, 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 blah. We get there. Greatest setup for us. He did this whole thing for us. Showed up to the first fight and was there till the last fight. Both times we went there. Everything that happened to me in my career from there on out, he would pick up the phone and congratulate me or send something. Always been a solid guy with me. Trump, Trump would be interesting. Like, I, you know, I didn't love everything he said, but what I did love, what I did love about Trump was <laughs> that he didn't have a filter. The economy? And the filter being, well, the filter <laughs> being the media, right? He didn't ask for permission to say what he wanted to say. Mm-hmm. You had a direct link from your president that you is representing your country, whether you voted for him or not, he's still your president. I love the bumper sticker. It's not my president. Well, technically he is. Uh, Obama was technically my president too. And and Obama said some great things. He's a phenomenal speaker. He's a great orator. And he had some good things to say. I don't necessarily agree with most of his policies, but some of the things he did were good. Obamacare. Um, Let's not get there. (laughs) (laughs) We won't go down that route. And again, back to totalitarianism and the government taking control of your health. I mean, if you want, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, Cuba and Canada have... um, of you know universal health care okay you try to go get acl mm-hmm. replacement in canada you know yeah. you have a disability now you you were playing pickup basketball game tear your acl yeah how long is it going to take you to get that repaired in canada exactly because i know people that have had to do that yeah and they just gave up they basically just had to quit doing what they were doing for long enough that they could get the procedure so it was going to take over a year and a half yeah. to even be t- i know athletes in canada that had to come to the states right to get their acl worked on and go back to canada to keep playing right and so there's a reason people do that it's because we have i mean as jacked up as our healthcare system is you know the free market system works yeah and the guy and, and the one of the reasons our healthcare system is as jacked up as it is is because of insurance lobbyists and the government are already screwing it up it's not the healthcare system that's inherently wants to be screwed up i think they just said in canada too that you can't use or you can't own a pistol with more than five rounds yeah trudeau's going crazy on and you can't use a gun in self-defense self-defense again once again the message being because the message being you are not allowed to defend yourself right you're too stupid or you don't do it right is what they will tell you but ultimately the message is if you defend yourself you'll be punished because the only people that can defend anybody is us, mm-hmm. the government. You have to ask for permission to go hunting. What to if go hunting. What if you're hungry and that's how you feed your family? Exactly. Well, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. You have to kind of ask for permission in the United States to go hunting too. Yeah, just get a license. Well, but if you don't have a license, you know that again though, right? And all that is really taxation. Yeah. Got to pay a tax. Yeah. I mean, some of it is also, you know, you, you, you got to draw your tag. You know, they only give out certain tags in certain areas and stuff like that, which I understand because, I mean, you don't want people going over in Mon- eastern Montana just wiping out the antelope. Right. Well, population control, right? Yeah, exactly. And herd management. You know, sensible hunting is championed. I, I know animal rights people don't like this, but um, they should, though, because in order to have the healthiest herd possible, 
you have to have optimum population levels. Yes. When herds overpopulate the areas they're in, they all starve and die of malnutrition. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. That's not humane. Yeah. You know, if you have responsible harvesting of animals and that they're not wasted, you know, responsibly use and respect the resources the animal gives you as it's harvested, it actually helps maintain healthier animal populations and, and creates better habitat. I didn't know we were going, bro. You hit the oh, record yeah. on the sneak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this, is, this episode is the media reaction. You know, what's in today's news? I will cut this to be... To run smoothly. <laughs> if that's possible. But. All right. So our producer's telling us we've got to wrap this up. We've just been talking here, talking about our reaction to some of the news items. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time on The Value Script.